This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA Livecast. On today's Patreon bonus episode, the Livecast crew is discussing the Matrix Resurrections. Little no fact about me, I was actually born in the Matrix. So this movie might literally ruin my childhood. Tread carefully, guys. Our IP live cast starts now. Were we mispronouncing it this whole time? Is it really the Matrix? Is that well, like how was, people from the Matrix say Yeah, it? she was born in it. She should know. Respect her culture, Rob. Welcome, patrons, to the new year. It's 2022, and RIP Livecast is here to rain down on you with some thoughts about the Matrix franchise of movies. And we thank you for tuning in, and I, I, I do want to say I'm very excited to talk about this. I have a lot of thoughts. It's Rob here with Sid. Hello. And Darren. Hi. I feel like if you're a patron, patron you, you know that. You know who's here. They might not know which one of us is which. Could be their first time seeing video. Yeah. Or they're listening on audio and don't know who's here until we announce ourselves. They can't look at the visual visuals because of our striking good looks. It's they have to turn away. It's too distracting from our content. They have to keep pausing to fap a little bit more. <laughs> and then you know when you're done fapping, usually you turn it off. So they it's they don't have time. Napping. They can't, can't remember who we podcast. are. <laughs> Let down. As good as we are. Yeah. <laughs> So we're here to talk about The Matrix Resurrections, uh, the new movie in the Matrix series. But before we talk about the new one, I I figured we would give our thoughts about the first three movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the first one came out in 1999. Uh, Game changer in the world of cinema and in my life. It had a really big impact on me. I feel started wearing trench coats all the time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he bent like- backwards to duck the food being thrown at him in the school cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> Those Bullet bullies time. didn't know what was coming. <laughs> Bully time. Bully time. <laughs> nice. Uh, and uh, no, I like I must have watched. I think I got a DVD player specifically so I could watch that movie whenever I wanted. Uh, that's how much I was obsessed with this movie. This movie was my favorite movie growing up and i say was because i recently rewatched it Uh oh and um not to say it doesn't hold up it absolutely holds up and you have to put it in the context of this was like the first movie of its kind uh but it is at this point very dated uh even the visual effects which at the time like breakthrough revolutionary look i because it was such a uh, impactful movie. I feel like it, it's been every scene in this movie has been parodied so much that it it kills the gravitas mm-hmm. that the movie that, yeah. had initially. Because, like for example, when he pops out of the the pod when he's awakened, like I, I just couldn't help but laugh. But I feel like at the time it was such a you know epic scene. But it, it, it's been played for laughs so much. Yeah. Uh, also. Uh, how like I f- it's it's very interesting watching it now. The the ex- exposition in the first act is really long. It takes a really long time. Like after you know they kick it off with some nice action to give you a little bit. Then it takes a really long time until they get back to like fighting and everything because 
they spend a really long time having to explain what the matrix is, which I mean, I understand at the time I had no idea what it was. So you have to like be introduced into this world, but watching it now, it's kind of like, get to it. Let's go. It both, yeah. It becomes tiresome because now like the matrix, not only do you know what the matrix is from having seen the movie, it's been used as a metaphor for like life and capitalism and every shitty thing in the world for right. 25 years or whatever so now yes. you now you know so much you don't even want the movie to hit you over the head with it yeah that's a great point and that's another thing that kind of was striking about it was seeing how much po like politics has co-opted language from the movie and, and this isn't the movie's fault but like it it would always like take me out of it just thinking of you know being red pilled and, yeah. and all this stuff and and kind of just uh <laughs> it, it, you know whatever but still with that said the movie is so influential to conclude my thoughts on the first one. The movie is so influential. Like I feel it's the template for the entire Marvel cinematic universe because it's the first movie that was just like story, story, story. Then like, forget about it. We're having essentially a dance break, but it's a fight scene <laughs> and it's overly choreographed. And mm -hmm. uh, some of these fight scenes were beautiful. I was actually taken aback by how violent this movie is. I didn't like at the time as a kid, you're like, what? That's just a fun movie. There's so many guns uh, to a comic effect. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but I'm just saying I can see why those parental groups got really up in arms over it. At up the time. in arms. I see what you did there. <laughs> it's very, uh, it's, it's funny because that's like, Every every fight in the movie has stakes. Like there's a re, you, you know like every the outcome of the of the fight. It's not even though like you said, let's take a dance break, and I it is that way in a way. But like each thing, each fight propels a story along, which is great. And also the, the the reason people complained about it was because like people get shot and like really nothing happens, or like there's this wild fucking crazy fight scene and they walk away like unscathed. So they're afraid that the, the kid is gonna throw his baby brother off a building, you know. Right, right. They're not showing the consequences, but within the context of the movie, there's consequences. But you have to be an adult and like to understand what the consequences are. Yeah, it's a very heavy concept for sure, and it gets even heavier. I feel in the sequels, and that's a great point. And also, I think it's because it's one of the first mainstream action movies to kind of have like these kung fu fight scenes where you're right, like it's just accepted. It's like they're done. <laughs> they're done fighting. It's not like they're not bruised up. But yeah. what did you guys think of the first one at the time? And possibly I loved it. Watched it. I mean, yeah. you basically summed up everything that I have to say about the film. It's just uh, the one thing I would say is that, you know, a lot of people say it's groundbreaking and revolutionized movie and all this stuff. But I don't I question that. Like, did it revolutionize like uh, movies? Because like all there was was a bunch of fucking parodies and like all the blockbusters or 90 percent of them that came after that are just just ignore every good thing that the matrix did and just kind of have big dumb fight scenes and like bad cgi and copy each other so i don't know that it was groundbreaking i mean in the sense that they were the first to do something yes but i don't think it like made movies better like you know other movies did i think it just was kind of a one-of-a-kind thing in a vacuum and then you know most of the well, other I've movies ignored it I think it kind of stepped like other movies had to step it up and be like, we have to have something That's innovative or some sort of crazy camera shot to mm -hmm. compete with these, this big, like it, it kind of made a popcorn film that everyone could, that no one could shit on, you know, who mm -hmm. doesn't like the matrix? Sure. Cause it, it really does have something for every type of movie fan. 
so that's I think what's what's really groundbreaking about it and and that's you're right it didn't necessarily like it's not like there were 50 movies like the matrix but there were movies that kind of took elements of what was successful about the matrix and mm-hmm. incorporated into like how they wanted to deliver their thing. like with i'm saying like with the marvel movies i think they totally like the format of it is very much like the matrix and while the matrix didn't invent the format you know it's just kind sure. of like a, i know what you mean uh but it's it's it kind of lay the groundwork for all these other franchises that, that was thing, what i was saying i got you that is a good point one thing that i where they differ from the marvel movies though is that mar um the matrix uses i mean it's it's always talked about for the cgi and all that they like perfectly blended practical effects and cgi like the cgi to me fits it even though it's a looks a little bad now because it's 23 years later but it's like it's mostly tasteful it's practical effects and then CGI is an accentuator, you know? So you see like buildings crumbling and that's all done. You know, they just knocked the shit off out of the building uh, or whatever set they were using. But it's combined with CGI to create the unreal things that they can't do with practical effects. And all these other movies that come after like Spider-Man, you see him flying around, looks like a fucking video game. It looks mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. So I like practical effects and CGI is great. I'm not anti-CGI, but it has to be done to make things look to do the things you can't do by blowing up a building. Yeah, that's I completely agree with that, that the influence like people only took the CGI CGI part of the groundbreaking mm-hmm. and were like, OK, yeah, we could just do movies. That's all that like there. <laughs> there wasn't the art behind it that this movie had or like the actual like deep thought behind it, it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, that one thing looked cool. So let's just do a movie that has that one thing over and over again. And there were a lot of those, but I never saw any of those other kinds of movies. So I can't really comment on how great the influence was. I know they're out there, but I was just like, that looks like it's just CGI. I'm not interested in seeing that. And then I didn't see it. But the first Matrix I loved. Sure. My one of my favorite parodies of the Matrix is in a shitty movie. It's in it's in one of those. um, I don't know. One of one of the like epic movie or date movie or one of those fucking horrible movies. But there's a scene where they mimic the architect scene where Neo goes in, meets the old guy and he basically explains the plot of the second movie in like 15 minutes. And they had George Carlin do that. <laughs> he just starts talking. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like gibberish, like that guy, but in, with George Carlin jokes thrown in. It's fucking hilarious. Rest of the movie, I don't even remember which movie it is. That's how bad it is. But uh, exactly. that's such a great scene. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, so I, I think that's that pretty much sums up our thoughts on the first one, right? Unless there's yeah. anything else. Sure. So uh, I went back, like I mentioned, I went back and I watched all three in preparation. And I have to say, like, if you have the time, absolutely go back and watch the first three before uh, you watch the the new one. Uh, it makes uh, some of the weirder parts of the third one. It kind of explains them a little bit. Uh, well, not the fourth it, one, you mean? Oh, the fourth one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, the reason I say the third one is because I feel like the second and third movie are one movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, after rewatching yeah. it, it's one movie with an intermission break, essentially. Uh, and when the second one came out, I was so hyped on it. I was like the the cliffhanger had me for six months coming up with my own theories. It was like a, a proto lost. Like we've talked to, and like, I'm like, oh, it could go this way. It could go this way. And, and then just I, like lost. And then I, <laughs> what I, you I, dreamed I up in your head was better than what happened. Yeah, that was definitely my thought at the time. Uh, and also, I remember I saw the second one in the theaters. Uh, and then I watched it a bunch of other, you know, a bunch of times when it came out on DVD to prepare for the third one. And then I don't know what it was, but 
I guess I was a little disappointed. I remember I, I left the theater a little disappointed with the second one, even because it kind of left on such a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't even see the third one in the theater. I watched it uh, when it came out on DVD. And I remember I was like so stoned and I was so I thought the, the train story was so silly at the time that it kind of like checked me out of the whole movie. And I just thought it sucked. Remind I really, me what that is, because I haven't seen the third one since I it, saw it in the theater. You mean Mobile Avenue? Yeah. So in the, in the so at the end of the second one, he zaps the the robots, the Sentinels in the quote unquote real world. And you're like, what? And so he's passed out uh, at the beginning of he the third movie. Uh, Neo. Neo, Neo is passed out at the, be- at the beginning of the third movie. And you see that he's in this sort of purgatory between worlds. And they have to save him by convincing the train conductor to bring him back to be awoken to the limbo. Uh, the limbo is a train station and it's yes. a subway station. It's called Mobile Avenue, which is like an yeah. of limbo. Mm. Oh, OK, there we go. So anyway, I have to it's say it's like the so, flash forward funeral home. But I, it's also it's also like lost, too, because. If you try to leave the train station, you wind up coming back in from the other exit of the train station. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's it's only the only way to leave is when a train comes. Like you can't walk out of the train station. You're, you're essentially stuck in a computer program. Mm-hmm. Um, so I rewatched the second and the third one. And I have to say, I it completely changed my opinion on both movies. I now can say I like both movies. In fact, I love the second movie. I might even think. I enjoyed it more than the first one. Wow. I agree with that. Agree just with that. just because of what I was saying, where it took so long to get to the the good stuff in the first one, whereas the second one is just like, boom, you know, this, you know who these are, you know what the goal is. And they also knew what worked about the first one. So like the cool factor is like 20 times, like the, the outfits look way cooler. The fight scenes are cooler and the budget is much bigger. like the, most of the effects in the second one hold up. The, there's only like moments where where he has those fights with uh, Agent Smith, where like a thousand Agent Smiths come mm-hmm. and it just turns into Virtua Fighter. You know, it, it just starts looking like, like a like video that. game. But I agree with you, Darren. It, as I was watching it this time, I was like, you know what? This is this was an artistic choice that they made. That like this is such an absurd thing that. We know we can't necessarily render them to look more realistic, but we want to do this like over the top fight scene. And this is how we accomplish it. So I was much more accepting of it this time. And the plot of this one kicks fucking ass. <laughs> I, it, like at no point am I bored. They also love the plot. They never, they didn't assume that the audience is idiots either. When the second one, yes. they don't sit. There's only one real exposition scene. That's when he goes and talks to the architect, and even the architect is like talking in such like uh, 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 like uh, arcane language that you don't even understand what the fuck he's really. You saying. really, yeah. Like you have to like turn everything off and just like. You almost have to just turn your head so it's just your ears focusing, so you can try to comprehend what she's saying and it all hey, like if you hey, it's okay the, oh the architect the, i'm the, sorry i thought yeah oracle too i was i was saying the oracle uh, oracle does oracle. talk yeah. like that too sometimes though yeah yeah the scene with the oracle was was really was really big in the second one too because it's like he already recognizes who he is so now it's like well what, what's my what's my purpose here i guess the, there was some stuff like the all the stuff in zion is kind of a waste but i think that's almost fan service just to like look like 
let's show them hanging out in the real world a little bit and how it's not all doom and gloom and like there was some victory now with neo being the one uh and the third one going into it with the lower expectation the third one is a really really great conclusion to the second one like if it if it was together as one movie i think it would be much more satisfying because it's it's just like a two-hour chase scene uh but really really good like it was it was really well done and and it it almost reminded me of star wars uh with like return of the jedi with like all the the spaceship fighting because that's kind of that's kind of what it felt like it was like all the chase scenes oh and back to the second one has the greatest car chase scene in cinema history that absolutely that and that scene is like 40 minutes it is long they did like basically the best version of three or four different kinds of movie tropes in this movie. The yes. best version of the of the villain explaining his plot to you. <laughs> that was fucking because it's different. Like they put the Matrix twist on it because he doesn't give a shit if Neo. Like he he know he's so arrogant that he knows that they can't do anything. So he's so right. confident it's impossible to defeat them. He just rather than the guy fucking up his own plan by telling you the plot. This is like he just delights in fucking telling you the plot because what the fuck are you going to do anyway i love that the car chase scene um the saving the day scene is like the best the well, the best possible version of that you know like he it's like the ewok planet he's off you know doing his thing and they're on the, the in the ground like yes to hold uh, in the third one the saving the yeah. day yes mm-hmm. yes when he saves it at the very last minute like the whole ensemble is like oh we're, we're this is it this is our last moment and then just at that moment, he he saves them. But what doesn't hold up in the third one, what definitely still removes a bunch of points is when all the Sentinels get together and form a face <laughs> yeah. when he gets. But like, I right thought it was a cool the, visual, but it doesn't really make sense. And it's it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but like right up until that point, I was so on. Everything was so worth it. And it was such a struggle to get to that central part of the robot land. And I totally forgot this, but Neo gets blinded by agent smith uh at the, in their in their real world fight scene he can still uh, see using the matrix though yes but he Code. basically feels it uh, it's through his senses that he and i really like that aspect of it uh both they're just really good if you were like me and and, and dismissed them and thought you never need to see them again uh they're really good. and also the frenchman is yeah. one of the great like small characters and i'm glad they brought him back in the new one we'll talk about it i got some uh, problems with it but yeah uh because he that guy is such a great actor and uh and the woman playing uh what's her name uh, monica bellucci what is it yeah that yeah. was it <laughs> yeah i got it she was great too like i love the little soap opera aspect it's it's a nice little aside everything was there for a reason like it's a good way to to show that the the computer programs are like sentient people like they can be arrogant stupid like self-confident misplaced confidence or good-hearted you know the guy sends his daughter off to the to safety because the the agent smith is coming to delete them so you know it shows that they're just other characters yeah and that's brought back in this movie which is one of the things i liked about it yeah it 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 evolves in in the new one so yeah, I think ultimately by watching it now and uh, um, seeing it again and like really, really paying attention, I feel like everything they did actually made perfect, not perfect sense, but made sense with, for the story that they were trying to tell. Nothing was 
really uh, out of bounds. And so I left the second and third one with a more positive feeling, which in turn was like, okay, maybe this new one won't be so bad. Cause I like going in, I was like, Oh, it's, it's probably going to be awful. Like I have to watch it, but it's going to be awful. But whereas now I'm like, well, it'll be fun to see how they evolve the story. That's kind of how I, I, I went in. I went into it thinking that because Lana Wachowski directed it, that there was, and co-wrote it, that there's a, a chance this is actually going to be good. And I kind of let, and I was wrong. This movie fucking sucks. I hate it. Um, I hate almost everything about it. I am going to give my list of positive things because there were a few things that I liked. Okay. So we well, I was, I am so fucking relieved for you to say that, Derek, because I thought yeah. I was going to be the minority voice and not liking it. Okay. Thank God. I got your okay, back. Well, 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 I, let's I, say 97% because I like a few. I definitely I'm not really, really I'm liked more. a few things in it. I really, really liked a few yeah. things in it. The majority of it is garbage. Uh, I'm not going to say I loved it, but I think I kind of knew how to temper my expectations. You're the smart uh, one. I'm, I'm an idiot. So I, I ended up I ended up enjoying it for what it was, uh, which like the way I kind of looked at it at the end was like, OK, this wasn't necessarily like a game changer, like the first one or do, uh, offering something interesting with the second and third ones. This was just a band that you really loved in high school getting back together Playing the hits and being like, and here's a, here's a little bit of new material. That's like, yeah, okay, the problem was- is the, the band is Motley Crue and it's Vince Neil. He doesn't remember what the words are. But that and also it's like if the stage banter during this reunion concert is just the band talking about how shitty reunion concerts are. <laughs> and then they're ah. like, doesn't it suck when old bands get back together? All right. Now, here's another old song for you. Like, <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it, too, with that. Like, that's, yes, that's this movie was was pain. Like, I actually enjoyed the meta stuff. So here's the thing, though. The meta stuff was all the truth, because the reason that Lana Wachowski decided to do this is they essentially came to her and were like, hey, we're going to make a new Matrix movie. Do you want to do it? Or are we going to just assign somebody to do it? And she was like, OK, well, I guess I'll do it. Uh, and so you could really tell that kind of mild resentment in the writing. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're taking the paycheck, then just actually do it. I don't need to hear you like trying to cover your cool cred ass like half the time. Like, I don't really think this is a good idea. I'm going to make fun of it, but I'm still going to do it well, and take the pay. Like, no, if you think I it's think, a good idea, do it of- if you don't walk away like. Well, I mean, I don't know. I uh, think they, I, I like how they implemented into the story. So the story. Well, the movie begins with a facsimile of the first scene in the original matrix with Trinity. Can it's I almost word for, for word. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ahead. I just wanted to pause you there for a second. The movie begins with 40 minutes of redoing the first movie <laughs> uh, beat by beat by beat by beat, except worse. That's was how it 40 it, minutes. It's, it seemed like 40 it was minutes. a while. <laughs> I didn't really look at the stats. Oh, you mean, you mean just until uh, Neo uh, is, uh, is awoken? Is that what you Once mean? he gets sucked into the Matrix, then it kind of diverges into another movie. Okay. Really just reshot the first yeah, movie so, with like a well, 55 year old Keanu Reeves. Yeah, like, like they, uh, uh, they were saying, like, oh, you don't necessarily need to watch the, the first three to enjoy the new one. That is a lie. <laughs> yeah. I, you absolutely need to because you will not. I mean, I guess you could get it, but you will not get what they're going for as well if you don't have because this whole movie is a reference to the first movie uh almost completely kind of making it pointless like it's just a cash it's it's a total cash in uh but yeah so 
there's this new character bunny one thing i did like is i love all like because this is in the future oh, bugs. her name is bugs, bugs. i'm sorry her name is bugs bunny well, her, no, her name is, her she bugs. says my name is bugs like the bunny That's, oh like yeah. the bunny okay, okay, okay. And yeah, by the way the warner brothers tattoo. they had to throw yeah. that shit in there too it's like watching fucking Space Jam yeah. too. They just oh, oh I totally had that thought as well that it was a sp- it was it was essentially a more highbrow Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Th- th- I totally left the movie Finally. feeling that it was like the same the same kind of idea of like what is it what what like uh, brands do we have and how do we <laughs> how, right. we, how do we get the Warner machine to get the algorithm to spit out a new movie? And by the way, wasn't the plot of Space Jam two basically the Matrix? Like they just go yeah. into the fucking rogue uh, computer program. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. They have to go into it and like save all the Warner Brothers properties from dying. So yeah, yeah so I guess w- one thing I didn't understand is like her awakening was seeing Neo uh in this new world try to commit suicide or whatever mm-hmm. and not being able to because but then they were saying that neo is essentially stuck in a program so she was also stuck in this program that neo is anyway we, that, that might be overthinking he it. put he created the well this this is a bad plot so i don't blame you for not getting it but what i take from it is that he created this program to sort of like live out his he wants it to be real so he tried to create characters that would contact him in the real world like subconsciously i guess because he he was like testing his theory that he was insane Mm. so like uh all those people just lived in it and they found out a way to contact them and he and then they finally do so they're just characters in his pro in his program Mm -hmm. but i don't understand because she seemed like she had a life like before that right it wasn't yeah like she just, right yeah so did he create her or did he not create her i don't think so i think he created morpheus this morpheus this new version yeah. of morpheus so how is she this, in his program then yeah that i don't know well she's not in it's not he didn't create that program that program was created by the neil patrick harris thing as like to imprison him so he isn't awakened no awoken. that's that's right but that's the entire what he created was like a little subroutine so like how did so how did she get into the inside of that matrix like that would that did she get into that yeah isn't that how she's like seeing him like jump off the roof i don't know it's not explained very well yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but but i did like how they upgraded the matrix since this is 60 years in the future Mm -hmm. uh they're they're much better at like going in and out so they don't have to use phones also there's no landlines anymore uh so that they can just go through mirrors or just jump off roofs by the way that's a very telling like i think that was very distracting like the fact that the computers always happen to use use the technology that exists at the time the movie came out like that they used <laughs> <laughs> there were phone booths in 1999 so that's yeah. what you got to do you know right uh yeah no but and i like that also now the agents didn't like visually they could keep the likeness of the person that they're infecting Mm -hmm. so i just like these tiny little upgrades uh to to the the world which made sense Mm -hmm. uh and zion is gone and now there's a new new part of town and niobe is the one running the ship and her makeup was fucking hilarious (laughs) she looked like a muppet yeah <laughs> it really did like, it really did it's like why you look like yoda <laughs> queen yoda it was yeah it was really weird like just is, is there not an elderly african-american actress they could have hired to like just 
There was a few also. So uh, backing up a little to the the fake world that Neo is stuck in. I mean, I kind of liked it. I I, I liked what they were kind of going for with the metaphor. Uh, and I loved the, the Agent Smith character, the her, his boss, and how all the game developers are fucking annoying as hell, and they're all be, it's, they're all basically programs made made to control Neo, essentially to mm-hmm. keep him blue pilled. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like that whole idea. Uh, that like that she was exploring of just like the midlife crisis of just accepting your fate and and not uh, not fighting it, but then also wondering what if you know. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, know why Yaya Abdul Mateen needed to be Morpheus. Like, why couldn't he just be another guy? That was yeah, that didn't program? that didn't make a ton of sense. I think they explained it that like. Neo kind of wrote him into combined Agent Smith and Morpheus into this new Morpheus. Yeah, I understand how or whatever. they did it in like in the yeah. movie world, but I mean in the script yeah. world, like why did that need to be Morpheus? Like why couldn't you just give a five minute? They showed the statue of Morpheus. Like that's enough, you know. You explained yeah. what he did, and now perhaps or just have why couldn't Lawrence Fishburne play this new? <laughs> well, Morpheus, so. I guess he was interviewed and he said it was on Lana Wachowski. He's like, I read he wasn't asked. asked. I read yeah. that she didn't want him because she married a former sex worker and he had that, those statements about his daughter being a sex worker that were really? negative. Uh, I don't know that that's true. That was what I read on different sites and that uh, that that they held a grudge. So, and, I mean, it's possible that you just kept the Morpheus character as a fuck you to Lawrence Fishburne. Then, <laughs> like, we're just going to recast this as, uh, with a better looking, younger <laughs> version of you. Fuck off. Yeah, that I mean, could be the other thing. Maybe he's just too fat now, you know? Like, well, yeah, I mean, let me just so say while, in the first, this, in while the first we're on that, game. I want to say, you know, you know that Lawrence Fishburne's like fat and out of shape now. But even Keanu Reeves, I mean, there whenever he's doing a fight scene, it's just like, dude, like this was the best take you had. It's so bad, and I love Keanu Reeves. Not dunking on him, he's a great actor. I love almost every movie he's ever done, but he's a fifty-five years old. Like this is not his best light. Like he should not be doing stunt work and like but he's still doing john wick movies and people seem to love those it's not the same as the matrix the matrix is over the top like he can't the, the john wick is very close tight shots yeah. of you know karate and all that shit this is like jumping off of fucking like sides of walls and upside down he can't fucking do it they, it's so bad that they gave him one move it's like they gave him just a video game fucking force push shit. Like, yes, that's the, all he kept doing over and over. Because he can't. Do, I saw people complaining about him doing a Dukin over and over, and I'm like, you. What do you expect him to do? He can't. He's 55 years old. Like this is not like laziness. This is they wrote that in to cover up the fact that he can't do physical activity. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, loved his love Hadoukins. <laughs> yes. uh, you mentioned Trinity. I mean, he's a fucking anime character. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. But he has to have a bigger arsenal. He can't just do fucking force balls all day long. Fucking it was, tiger fireball. It was funny how, like, with the, the Trinity and her name is Tiffany and her husband is Chad. I felt that was a little on the nose. Apparently, well, that's that guy's actual name, right? Isn't he the director of the John Wick movies or something? He's something. Like oh, really? That. Yeah, I just yeah. read that today. Because I but thought also, like you said, that it was like a internet meme culture chad reference but i guess not 
I think it's, but I think it's on the nose, but it fits the character because like yeah. his, like, I mean, I'm not sorry, not Chad's character, but the, the Neil Patrick Harris character would write that because he's like a, a super perfect caricature of an internet dickhead. Like he mm. wouldn't make the hot guy of, oh, I don't know if the guy's hot, but I mean, like the object of it was to be like, he's a Chad, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm saying I, I, th- I think the casting wasn't that great for that guy too. Isn't he supposed to be like. Like the like a perfect man kind of guy, and then he just yeah like his jaw was solid. Yeah, it must have just been a favor to Keanu. He probably just wanted his buddy in the movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree with that. But maybe well, one thing Keanu says role. like I'll do it, but I'm not gonna like cut my hair. Like he said, he wanted to keep his current look. Why don't you keep? Like, right, yeah. Why don't you let him be that fucking Dalson robot that they had in the future that was growing strawberries? Let him be that guy. That will <laughs> be the fucking Chad. Fair. So, uh, any other any other thoughts about like the first act of the of the film? <laughs> like, I what, really, what I were your initial meta. thoughts? Yeah, I like the but, meta stuff, uh, but but it went on way too fucking long. Like, I like yeah, throwing I jokes around, uh, but it's just such repetition, like literal repetition. They say the exact same lines like seven times in a row, it and even, I get it's it's supposed oh, to be them programming. Uh, Neo's head, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. But I got, I don't need you to really repeat yes. it seven times in a row. It, it went painful. all the way to the after the credits. Did you guys see the post credits little I scene? Did. The little yeah. cat video joke? Like, <laughs> this is what we go to the post credits for, for like a deleted scene from the first part of the movie? Like, this adds nothing. That should have been. That was a, such yeah. a corny fucking joke. Oh my and God. Al- and also, the Matrix should not have fucking cat video jokes in it it's the fucking matrix like yeah. i get uh, listen and, the, and rob you said you rewatched the third one they i feel like at the point of the third one the wachowskis were getting tired of doing the matrix and they started throwing like little jokes it's a very much a lighter it, it's still heavy but compared to the other two mm-hmm. there's jokes there's no jokes in the first two yeah there's jokes in the third one and i feel like it set the groundwork and this one just fucking ratcheted the knob all the this is like non-stop jo- it's a fucking uh, adam sandler movie this movie it's ridiculous <laughs> how many fucking jokes there are in this movie it's constant i don't mind you throwing them in as a fucking accent but the, every every 10 seconds one of these side characters is like oh it's a case of the mondays you know it's just something ridiculous like, that does not belong in the matrix at all the tone yeah. is just completely fucking wrong even fucking Keanu Reeves has one-liners in this movie. Like he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I still know kung fu. Like your fucking fan service <laughs> shit. Fuck you. Fuck you, movie. And I don't that's think the fans the want that kind of service. Like no. I don't. I don't know who that's for, other than like they were just bored writing it and did it to amuse themselves. And yeah. Well, they kind of like, just copied and pasted the first script, and then were like, "All right, we need to change a few things." I also think it's the studio because they watch these fucking Marvel movies and the D- and Warner Brothers desperately wants to have a Marvel movie with the stupid DC shit. So they're like, yeah, they just look at it and they just go like, oh, we got to have a, a, a guys in the in the Zion saying, uh, you know, oh, yeah, we're all going to die. <laughs> you know, like, fuck you. Fuck you. Is there going to be more of these or is this like a one off? Well, you saw the you ending. Know? They fly off like they're fucking uh, right. the Fantastic Four. I'm sure they're going to do seven more of these fucking movies. 
If that the, was the if, worst. That would ending just betrayed. Every, like of all the, I, I told you, there's a few things I picked out that were. Like, well, before of, we go to the end, let, let, let's I have thoughts on the ending too. Yeah, uh, but okay. So then now Neo's awake, and then the, the it, then he has he. So when he wakes up, he sees the Trinity is alive too, and if you get what? <laughs> How Trinity! convenient that they were just stored right across from each other that whole time. So well, he said, and they actually well, they explain it. it. They explain he it. It's to, because he needs the, to be somewhat close to her for the power to take effect. But not right. On. Their love is what's powering this new matrix. <laughs> or, that's or, it's, or, an, it's a fucking idiotic explanation, but they did say it. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, so then could I, I just was, ask the question, like how in, in the over the first three movies, how invested were the two of you in the Neo Trinity love story? Like I how it, important to you guys was that? I think it's it's they did the same thing they did in this movie, but much. Well, I shouldn't even say much more. They did a great job of doing it, of explaining why it's important. Like, you know, they they feed off each other. They make each other better. And I think it was I yeah. thought it was uh, really touching. I think it's like emotional i enjoyed it i think it's a big part of the movies and it's completely thrown in the fucking dumpster and lit on fire in this movie i don't agree I just, uh no i thought it was a big part of the first movies and i liked it here i, I wasn't like crazy about it but I, I was on board well i liked the uh, everything i liked about it here is just me remembering how they did it in the first mm. three movies and when you see it, every, the more it plays out, the more I'm like, what are they doing to these poor two people? This is just embarrassing. <laughs> I just so yeah, the first it. fight scene is with the, the Frenchman is back and it got a pop from me yes. that they included him. That was great. Uh, that was one of the things I love about this movie and his rant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking boomer now. <laughs> the Boomerovingian. <laughs> yes and that guy is such a great actor like his line delivery is so so fucking good i was i was loving it i and thought he, he should have had his own scene though it doesn't need to be during a fucking fight scene like distracting from me from that i'd rather watch both of those things and enjoy both yeah of them. yeah that's fair uh yeah i would agree uh and then the fight scene was all right and then they have to try to go find trinity and uh and then I guess the Neil Patrick, <laughs> then the Neil Patrick Harris character uh, intercepts Neo, mm -hmm. and that's kind of a cool scene. But then you guys kind of brought it up already, like it starts getting meta again. It's like, okay, we get it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's move it along. Yeah. Uh, when he inter which, which scene are you talking about when he says he intercepts Neo? So this is when he goes to. Uh, Trinity's garage and is and he pauses time. That scene, yes, yes that was the, the most. Scene. That was the one of the worst movie scenes I've ever seen in my adult life. That was so fucking bad. Did you see the effects on that? Yeah, it yeah, looked that like was... a re a rejected scene from Xena. It looked like a Saturday afternoon. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it. I kept telling myself like it must <laughs> look like that on that. Had to have been a creative choice. I don't know why, <laughs> but. It looks horrible, but it must be for a reason. But I, I, thought, I have no idea what the reason was. I thought it was I was out of RAM. I thought my <laughs> right? like browser was fucking breaking or something. It was terrible. Yeah, well, it also, also, I want to point out, like during this kind of point of the movie is when you really see the Warner Brothers studio influence, because there was like a shot back in the real world of the the um, dispatcher kind of Pound, giving a pound to one of the robots because we learned that there's like good robots now and they work on the yeah. on the ships 
And it's like it's like a fucking Jar Jar Binks character. At least they, they, I will say I do. I did like how they kind of explained that robots can be awakened. Yes, too. That was a good th- and, and, concept. Yes, and how the robots exist in the real world as these kind of like Spencer's <laughs> gift toys that you just kind of put your hand through and it comes in the other end. Uh, I did like that. I did, I like that as a concept as one of the upgrades of the of the Matrix in modern. Very much time. so. I agree. On the short and list of things I loved about this movie. Let me just ask a, a quick not sequitur question about something I noticed in the movie. And maybe there's like a backstory reason for this that I just forgot because I haven't rewatched the first three recently. But there's like one of the big fight scenes is like out in the streets and like all the storefronts are like made up restaurants like the cafe that they go to is called Simulate. Like Simulate. But oh, then yeah. there was a shot of a lens crafters. <laughs> and Product I was, placement. I, why of all things that's like, really why was yeah, there a lens crafter <laughs> maybe maybe they paid i don't know well yeah lens crafters <laughs> paid doogie hauser when he was crafting the matrix to put because there was a lot of lens, a lot yeah a lot lens of crafters in 2264 ad yeah. well there's all these unique shades in this movie so <laughs> yeah i guess someone's got to make all those cool <laughs> sunglasses <laughs> I was that like um, took me out of it because it was like the only visible storefront in this one shot was just a fucking lens crafters for like a couple of seconds and I was just like huh, is does Warner Brothers somehow own lens crafters now like why yeah. is this here lens crafters and, is working on an AI that you wear on your face and it <laughs> talks to you in beep boop boop beeps like yeah. that fucking bird that flies in that's R two D two now. <laughs> Uh, and then so beep, then boop, boop, the- beep, boop, beep. Oh, what? <laughs> they're, they're in trouble? Oh, my God. Oh, that is actually how they do it. It's a, there are, I did what? like at least that the robots didn't talk in this one. Do you they learned the their fucking, lesson with the third one. But the robot, why can't the robots talk? Why can't they just fucking play an MP3? Why are they, why are they going to go <laughs> beep, boop, boop, bop, bop? What the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, they can. We've seen them do it. And also, do we it, don't yeah. have. You don't have to have seen them do it. You can just reason with your mind that they can play sound and uh, mimic sound. They have yeah. fucking walking programs that live in our world that walk around with guns and they call Agent Smith and they fucking talk to you <laughs> and do soliloquies. But the bird has to fly in and go boop, 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 boop and talk to Jada Pinkett Smith in boop language and she understands. <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? What am I watching? It makes no fucking <laughs> yeah this movie yeah they could have asked these questions very Jesus and very easily christ i'm fucking way too angry about this movie <laughs> it sucks so much it sucks so much i hate you for making me watch this fucking movie. Uh, this, is like, this is like this is like the worst movie this is worse than phantom of the park this movie no the worst thing Come we've on. done this is the Come worst on. movie we've done because it's graded on a curve it's the fucking matrix phantom of the park was gene simmons you know wanted to impress some fucking chick that he wanted to fuck that, that lived in that like movies a lot this is like a real movie franchise that they made into a fucking comic strip yeah there was a lot of money spent on this yeah so if you grade on that scale then yeah <laughs> that's fair that's that's the a worst fair movie we've watched argument. on our patreon by far uh, worse than space champ well we could say the biggest waste of money we've watched <laughs> Uh, although I'm sure it's a profitable entity for them. Uh, yeah. sure. Yo, no doubt about it. People will just 10 trillion people will watch this just because it says Matrix. Yeah. They I mean, won't yeah, watch Matrix watch 5. 
I guarantee you that. <laughs> I'll watch but it. They'll watch Matrix Four. Yeah, but I mean, in the same numbers, they won't watch it. Yeah, I'll yeah. watch it because we're gonna watch it on this fucking page. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> well, okay. So there, he's in Simulate. He talks to <laughs> Trinity. He's trying to be like, "Bitch, wake up, Trinity. We need you. I need your love." <laughs> and you, uh, Trinity, I love you, Trinity. <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, I had this dream where we're, we're riding it's on a, a bike." Cycle. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So then I had a dream. I was on a motorcycle. The thing I do every day to go to and from work and then work oh, on motorcycles. But also that he was on the back of the motorcycle. That was, oh, okay. that was, That's the they were, they were the agents. <laughs> so then Chad and his children come and like, mom, mom. Mm. And then and then when Chad grabs her by the arm and, you know, does something misogynist. Yes. Trinity is awoken oh <laughs> and oh she's God. like, Girl get power. your hands off me. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> bad. Hilarious. This is like, so, well, you know, what was so good about Trinity in the first three movies is that she's like, such a well-rounded character she's yeah. not like a fucking girl boss she's not yeah. you know one of the I mean? best she's, written she's just a kick-ass person of all time yes yeah. so great and and the actress carrie ann uh, uh moss or fisher mm-hmm. carrie ann moss fisher whatever her name is yeah. uh <laughs> she's so she's like the perfect person to play that role and and like nails it and has such a strength to her her, her character and she didn't need to have her feminism accentuated by dialogue. Like she's just, she'll kick your yeah, ass. We got it. We got and, it. Yeah. And yeah. She's also got, you know, maternal, like she has to, like, she cares for her, her, for, for Neo. And then like, she scolds him when he, in the third movie, there's a whole scene where, you know, he wants to go and be like, you're not coming with me, you know, stay here. And she's like, the fuck you. Like she, she knows when to be tough and she knows when to be loving and she knows when to beat the shit out of you. Like she, just a perfect movie hero and now they rendered her into a fucking powerpuff girl it's fucking like just it's just the well, worst I guess the idea the is betrayal. that the program the program made her this powerpuff girl or do you mean i'm sorry no awakened? rob I, I wasn't clear i mean like when she wakes up to become yeah. trinity she's oh, okay still a powerpuff girl okay i don't know uh um, it was very forced i will thing. say like once she wakes up i was so excited i'm like all right let's go now we're now we're off to the races trinity is awake like let, let's see this yeah. power couple uh, and we get and 19, like 1001 force pushes that's what happens on a motorcycle Sadukins, the whole fucking last well, you know what I, I will say though i did like the idea that trinity the, the trinity is the one driving the motorcycle and neo's on the back as opposed to the other way around i, I like yeah. that visual that and cool. i like i like that the it, it, i wasn't too cra- like i liked what they're trying to do with this love story but i kind of didn't i was kind of i kind of felt it was a betrayal to the movie where they kind of retconned it that they're both the one essentially that like they're the two neo, yeah yeah that yeah like neo can't be the one without trinity which is bullshit because he was the one like in the first movie when she barely was even in the movie yet like they weren't in love yet and she and he became the one like they, they they blossomed over time like he i don't i could understand if the like she enhanced his powers or whatever well love but or whatever, to, but. to your point this is a new iteration of the matrix though so mm-hmm. when the neil patrick harris character wrote this new matrix he might have required more of her energy for it if we're you know using the, the right. lore of the but it's, it's a reach but i'm allow it uh so 
I will say, like, it got to the end of the movie really quickly, though. Like, from the Trinity Awakening, there was maybe only like twenty minutes left. It's very it. lopsided. Took a while uh, to get there. Oh, it yeah. took a, a while to get there. I like <laughs> so. So then they're all cornered. Uh, Tr- Trinity and Neo are cornered. Like, what? Well, oh no! Like they're done for. Where who comes to save the day? But the new Agent Smith, which it's like, where is Hugo Weaving? The who was the best fucking actor. IMDb no, I, says that he had uh, scheduling conflicts with some of his like Broadway work or whatever. Put the movie. That, two options there. Put the movie off for six months. That's how much this movie is rushed. Like fuck it. We one of the best. <laughs> that's also listening. how little he gave a shit about being in it. That he's like, nah. I've got this s you know West End London. <laughs> production yeah. of whatever the fuck that i'm doing i'm gonna stick with that i'm going oh, calcutta yeah because yeah. he saw the fu- i don't know i made that up but he saw the fucking script that's why. yeah you're right yeah. you're right you're right you're totally but right. Uh, but okay you can't get hugo weaving did you have to get any this, like any fucking party of five extra the guy who the fuck that was? that guy's actually good in mind hunter i will say oh, Jonathan. i'm not Roth. saying he's a bad actor i'm saying that type does not but belong yeah. being agent smith yeah um he's just like a fucking punchable face guy like i fucking he's just like an ironic snark twat like he's you know not what it was in my mind what i said was that um the Neil Patrick Harris character just wanted a nice twink to look at in his new Matrix. <laughs> so that's why he wrote him to look like that. It was just eye candy for MPH. You're saying the analyst is also gay as well sure. as the actor? Oh, okay. Sure. I, there was subtext. Then. It makes more that. sense that way in, in my imagining. Of it. Honestly, right. th- jokes aside, I think you could say that like like uh, neil patrick harris's character wrote him in to be like himself because they're the same fucking character more like, or less bo- yeah hmm this is like a little pickle for you buddy you know like that fucking like snark villain which i yeah. hate in movies even though neil patrick harris is great and i think he did a great job with what he was given to work with here i think he kills it but i just don't like i don't like what they were trying to doing it's not trying to do it's not his fault yeah. But I don't like it. I don't like I think it. That's at all. a fair criticism. Bad way to go. Uh, I feel like it wasn't a strong villain. Like the villain character could have been much stronger. Honestly, uh, he did such a good job that I didn't know it was him for like two minutes when he's like still in the facade of the doctor. I was like, is that Neil Patrick? It looks like him. He's not, not behaving in a Neil Patrick Harris way. <laughs> And then it took me like until he starts being menacing was when I was 100% sure that it was him. I, I did a media blackout of this shit, like completely. Yeah, I didn't same. know who was in yeah, it except the regulars, you know. Could I say it was also uh, nice to see Christina Ricci in that one scene? Yeah. She's oh, yeah. a little bit of a rebirth this year. Good for her. Good for Christina, Christina Ricci. Also, I thought there was way too many flashbacks to the first. Oh, my God. Movies. Like, and especially when they first wake Neo up and they go to that the same fucking auditorium where the scene with Morpheus was in the first one. And then the old movie is just playing. It was just too much. It was too, (laughs) in general, I really hate when sequels or like, you know, follow-up movies have clips from previous movies in them. I think that's Mm -hmm. so that's like a total cheat unless it's like a thought, like there's only certain ways you can get away with doing it. And I don't think that they got away with it here. Fully agree. I have a question though, when they're playing that like footage of the first movie, and he goes, this is from your game. Like, first of all, they have to explain that because it's the only way they would, he would be showing that on the screen. Yeah. But like, does his game look like that? Like a fucking straight up movie? 
Is that so like nice the graphics? No wonder it's the most popular video game in that world. It's, but everything we ever see from his game is fucking cutscenes. Then, well, I, the idea—the no- idea is just that it's his memories. The mo- the game, <laughs> there yeah. isn't an actual game. It's just his memories are like the game. The game is representative of his memories. But what are they showing? Are they sh- how are they accessing his memories? His memories. But how? How can they get his memories? Because he's plugged out? into the Matrix. They can suck your memories out through that fucking cable. I didn't Apparently. know that. <laughs> no one sure. told me that. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> but they say it's his game. They don't say it's his memories. They say this is your game, even though he made the fucking game and he should know that it's his but game. But the game I, is like a metaphor for his memories. I, the, I don't know. I think they're literally showing the game. There's no actual Wait, game. are we talking about Triple H now? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> is that also Warner Brothers property? And listen, you got to remind me anytime we get too far afield into explaining what this fucking pile of crap movie is. Trying <laughs> yeah, we're to asking say. more questions than Lana Wachowski did, probably. Like, yeah, she's just yeah, like, like I get paid on the first and 15th still. Okay, cool. <laughs> great, great paycheck. But, I, you know, it's <laughs> actually, I, I retract that because she did do some things with this movie that I don't think were required by the studio that are in the yeah, yeah. fucking that, stupid that, as shit. That's, that, that's what I try to like remind myself about too it's like well there were some nice new moments like new upgrades and all that Uh, no i'm saying she put in some bad things oh i see like what like what what, what do you like like trying to reclaim the matrix from you know online maga twats like in that whole uh scene where they're planning the video game out like you know our game has been used as a metaphor for uh like uh you know right wing blah 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 and you know we got to reclaim it for you know they didn't say reclaim but like they're trying to yeah. show how stupid the people are that do that and it's just not necessary like i don't care about that i i'm not even disagreeing with that but like why is that in the fucking movie yeah. like and, just do it don't say you're doing it and what confused me so like they had that whole setup and then when the red pill blue pill scene happened i was totally expecting for some other kind of joke or reference to red pilling during that and then there was nothing <laughs> No. I was like, well, like, what do you what is this movie? Are you fully like meta or you're not like nope. pick a fucking side? There's just like little puddles of meta that yeah. are like disconnected and you got to leap from one to the other yeah. and then they're not mentioned again. It's like she wrote a two hour movie and the studio was like, no, it's got to be two hours, 25. It's like, OK, so all right, 25 minutes of snarky Jones. I would That's rather it. they just did a full on like Brady Bunch movie version of the Matrix where it's all in that world. It's all yeah, in that sure. world. And maybe like a little jump into the Matrix world rather than what they what they did. I agree. Like a inconsequential meta scene and that that last 40 fucking minutes and then nothing else. Yeah. Except for the post credits. Yeah, give me the whole simulate. That's the whole movie. I think that would I'm not even joking. I'm not even yeah. joking. I think that would have been a good movie to do. And fucked with everybody's head, would have divided everybody, made everybody angry, and also love it. Like it would have been fucking cultural phenomenon. Now it's just yeah. like another fucking oh, they redid the Matrix again. Fuck you. It was just half ass on both things instead of full ass on one of them. <sighs> Perfect way to put it. So, uh, and then the ending. So the ending is that uh, you know they both have to jump, and they just you know have to believe in the Matrix, and that's how they survive. <laughs> Yeah. And Leo doesn't. I mean, not Leo. Neo. Leo. Leo. Different movie. He should have got Leo. Don't look up. <laughs> he could still move around. He's only forty-five. <laughs> Neo. Neo doesn't look like he's gonna make it. But then all of a sudden, Trinity believes. 
Because, of course, women believe harder. Yes. With girl <laughs> and, power. And, and, uh, and she's flying. And so then the then she's flying and holding on to Neo. And then they fly off akin to the ending of the first movie. But the woman is the one that yes. has the power. And they accentuate this by playing a cover of the song oh that they played at God. the end of the first movie, which is Rage Against the Machines, Wake Up, covered by, by Brass Lady. Against. <laughs> this is the only thing I will remember about this movie. Uh, I remember which, nothing about the ending other than that. It really, it really puts into context why they were so quick to apologize about the, <laughs> oh. if you're If you're watching this as a time capsule many years into the future, the biggest story of the year, traffic-wise, for Metal Injection, easily. Uh, Vince Neil couldn't even come close to this was the story that the singer of Brass Against at a summer festival invited a fan, a volunteer up on stage. She didn't force anybody, invited a volunteer on stage, said she had to piss and just the waterfalls were running out of her out of her cooch and pissed on the sky on stage. And then he like bathed in it. And got off stage. And then, like, the next day, they were like, this isn't who we are as a band. Like, immediately, yeah. immediately. No, she also retracted it. Oh. She also she retracted the urine. That's a, that's a superpower <laughs> that Neil doesn't even she, have. And, she, she, and you know, she did that. She should be uncanceled. And, like, so, like, at the, when when the initial urine dropped, <laughs> the <initial> video, <laughs> when the initial video dropped, everyone was like, oh, this is a GG Allen moment. This is so rock and roll. And then when like they apologized, they were like, oh, rock is dead. You know, this is such a yeah. pussy. Like, why are you apologizing? Blah, blah, blah. But now I know why they're apologizing because fucking Warner Brothers were like, what the fuck are you guys doing? This is your big, you know, like we're going to cut you out of this fucking movie. You're going to lose out on all this money. You better apologize. Uh, and that's I'm probably why they did it. And it really made me realize that it is not a good cover. <laughs> it no. is the it it, it weakens the like it, like we've talked about cover so many times on the live cast. You know, you either have to uh, provide your own kind of spin on it or well, make it better. I'm and gonna. It, uh, I'm sorry, Ro. I thought you were done. And while it did the former, it did not achieve the latter. Uh, I'm gonna make Sid hate this more. I'll tell you a little anecdote. Uh, I was watching this movie on uh, my computer with headphones. And I, it got to about 30 minutes into the movie. As soon as the, they go into the matrix, uh, all these characters mumble so fucking much. And it's such technical jargon that I had to turn the captions on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I left the captions on for the whole movie. I get to the end of the movie. They start playing brass against and the captions, what do the captions say? Punk rock music plays. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I wanted to know what's the thought of that for shame i will say i did also consider like about probably at the same point that you did i considered turning the captions on and then i was like you know i don't care enough <laughs> to like read about fucking whatever jargon they've like it doesn't matter like even if i see the word spelled out it's not going to make me understand what the fuck they're talking about it, whatever Let i just ha- i have to know i'm sorry i'm like a completionist i have to know what's being said yeah. even in a fucking shitty horrible movie i have to know do we think like Rob, you say that Warner Brothers made them apologize for the peeing? Do we actually I, I, think I, I, maybe I, any... I know that I'm you're speculating, I understand. Yeah. But, uh, like do we think maybe Lana specifically picked that song? She's like, this is a band who pisses on their fans, mm. and that's what this movie is gonna do to fans of the Matrix. <laughs> so it's a, a good microcosm sync. of the movie. Making the same thing but shittier. Yeah. 
<laughs> or soaked in urine. So also like Rob, you left out the number one part where they turn Trinity into a Powerpuff girl, which is where they, you know, they're going to fall. She saves the day. They fly off. And what is the first thing they do? Uh, they go to Neil Patrick Harris's house to punch him for being sexist. Oh, I totally oh, forgot. Right. I, I totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, Three right. times I, she has to hit him because he, he says a sexist thing. She hits him. He does it again. She has to hit him again. I'm like surprised she didn't like kick his matrix dick off. Like I thought that was, was going to be like the Ghostbusters movie where she like basically rips the, the Ghostbusters symbols penis off. Cut your dick off. Matrix, cut your dick off. <laughs> Yeah, I did not understand that. And I was like, is this movie over yet or what's going on? They only went back there, only went back there to like dunk on him for being a sexist jerk. Yeah, that was, that was like the whole point of that scene. He even says, so what do you want? Like a villain, you know, what do you yeah. want? And they go, oh, nothing. We just wanted to punch you some more. That's it. That could have been the post credits, but they did uh, yeah. that before the credits. And then you're totally know. right. That should have been post credits. I think that thing with the Catrix could have been like a montage in the during the credits rolling, how they do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Even, but even that, I don't want that in the fucking Matrix. I don't yeah, want the fucking sure. sexism statement. Also, it doesn't make sense. Why are they? They only exist. It's like the Truman Show. They're only there to serve Neo. So if he's gone, why is that program still running? That program would be unnecessary you know what i mean like i can't fly anymore he's not god anymore he lost his status no no but i'm saying so that catrix scene neo oh, isn't right. in that scene right? oh yeah right 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 all of those people in that scene are all programs created to control neo. their only purpose is to serve as npcs for neo right so how in this world that they've created is this scene possible like the only thing happening in the world that Neo is in is what is happening when Neo is present. Right. Like when they, he leaves a room that whatever's going on in that room ceases to, to happen because it's only there to serve Neo's imagination. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it the, yes, make- their subroutines <laughs> all continue just in case he walks in the room. Oh, I yeah. forgot my pencil. Let's start talking They're again. Just now. Burning Give through processor speed. Give me that memo. <laughs> I need that on my desk by four. So, Overall, uh, on a scale of one to ten, I, I've been thinking about this. I would rate this movie at like a five point five, a six <laughs> out of a thousand. <laughs> God damn! We didn't I even did, cover half did, of this shit. I got a whole like, list what else? here. What else? About. Oh, go ahead. Uh, that scene where they're planning how to get Trinity out of the bathtub. <laughs> it's like. Uh, oceans 11 like they just have the yari you're gonna go around sneak around the back and then they show it happening oh, that was such okay, a wait, yeah cliche. that didn't make any sense like why did they have to plug bugs's head into trinity's like ipod charger uh like that they completely like, they're like this is a big part of the plot and then they just whatever also yeah we didn't talk about the character of the little girl from the train station how she yes. comes back and like and by the way i needed her i needed that flashback that was one of the ones I needed because I had no idea who the fuck she was if they didn't show her as a little girl. I will say that mm-hmm. the movie needed the flashback on that one for me. Yeah, I agree with you. Even even having just saw the third one, I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's this girl. Because she's grown up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, what here's, else? What else? but going beyond that, when they're saving her from the bathtub, 
Like, why did they need to even save either of them? Why did they, like, why do they go and take Neo out? Like, they just found him. But what, what is, like, usually in a movie when you see it, like, they, they have an unsolvable problem and they have to go through this thing to save the one person, like Hannibal Lecter or, they, you know, or, uh, I don't know, Suicide Squad. There's a reason why they want to mm-hmm. break all these people out of jail and they're going to help them. What is Neo, like, what are they thinking, Neo? Like, it turns out in the movie he winds up helping them, but they don't know that's going to happen. They don't even know who the doctor is. Like, they, it's just, they just save him, what, because he's like George Washington to them and they just want to hang out with him? Like, yeah, it seems a, like that's a lot of it. They just want to meet him. It's the well, dumbest thing, but then they them. meet him and like half of them don't like him. And they're like, kind of like, it takes them a while to like warm up to him. And is this really you? And they're like, they're not even like overly nice to him. Like, what is the point of waking him out of the fucking goo battery shit? Yeah. Doesn't they make sense. To make to another me. movie. And then it takes like the, and then, and then all he does is fuck everything up. Like they're all living in peace with strawberries and shit. And then it takes their whole army to free his one fucking girlfriend. Like, fuck you. Like, why? That's why when uh, Jada Pinkett is basically like, why are we going to risk all these lives just for your fucking girlfriend? What is the point of this? I'm like, yeah, she's right. Like, why? That should have been the end of the movie. Just dump him over the fucking side (laughs) of the fucking balcony. (laughs) That's That's it. Also, they were like, Neo, you're not going anywhere. That would be a risk. And then, like, the very next scene, he's got, like, there was no, there was no resistance. Like, why even have this? I, yeah, like, I, I, I remember when that happened. I was like, did I miss something? Did I, like, black out for a second and miss, like, a prison break? Or like, he's, what happened? How is he already out? They, they like, even instantly. call it out in the movie. They even call it out in the movie. Like, they go, like, you just one minute ago said that you, and she's like, well, I knew they would go and take him out of the dick fucking shit. Uh, so then why didn't you put a guard there, you dumb fuck? Like, what do you, why did you let them leave if you think it's so important? I knew, I knew he would do it. So fuck, so don't imprison him then. Just let him go. <laughs> Stupid asshole. Uh, Any other notes, Darren? Yeah, I thought the fight scenes are really disappointing. All of them, like every, not just all the fight scenes, all the action scenes are really bad. Like there's, there's only the, only the one in the warehouse is like somewhat good. None of it is innovative. I know you, it's hard to kind of do live up to the matrix one in a, but the, each film had like something new, you know, the car chase you mentioned. And the third one had some interesting stuff with the drones and all that. And like, this the, one just the third doesn't have great chase scenes i felt yeah uh, every uh, in, this, in space like space chase they all had something all had something new and something that innovated the first one more than the others but still there was always something this is all a regression there was a horrible thing with fucking neil patrick harris looking like he's in the middle of someone fucking remote control freeze framing a television yeah, yeah and that uh, scene just never ended yeah, but all the fucking action scenes are terrible. There's no stakes. Like, nobody ever gets killed. Nobody ever gets hurt. All they do is shake on the fucking Matrix table for, like, three seconds. Nobody ever gets hurt. Nobody gets shot. All these fucking agents miss them from, like, one millimeter away from, from the point-blank range. Uh, and the one thing that was cool was the zombies, like, kind of dive-bombing them. I think if Yeah, they that was an interesting that, little... I wish Two that seconds. was. I wish one of them would have landed on one of these fucking characters that I don't care about. That's yeah. fucking one of that, these side ass. Such a cool, like another one of those cool upgrades that we were talking about. Yeah. That, like, I really like that. Liked it. I liked it, it but what they do with it? No, yeah. no one dies. It's not a threat. They just calmly avoid it on the fucking motorcycle, yeah. and that's it. As we talk about this, it just feels like this movie was very, very rushed. It seems yeah. like a lot of the stuff is like afterthoughts almost. Mm-hmm. Especially, oh, by the way, every time they said IO, 
I heard the IO digital cable song. Yes. <laughs> it's stuck in my fucking head. What they saying IO? What was the That's concept? the name of the new Zion. They yeah. just took the Z oh. and the N off, I guess. I don't know. It's fucking IO. IO digital cable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fight scenes are just brutal. Uh, just fucking brutal. Um, Not in a good way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Boring. Boring. Like no impact, yeah. no stakes. Everyone gets away. No one gets shot. Nobody gets hurt. It's like they went the opposite of the the criticism of the Matrix. They were like, or the, or they tried to like they. You know how the criticism was? There's all these violence, but nobody ever gets hurt. Well, some people got hurt in the Matrix. Yeah. Some of them died. You know what I mean? To show you that there are stakes to this, and then. Then there's these climactic scenes and Neo's so strong that he gets away or he beats the shit out of people, but there's no stakes in this fucking movie. And and of course, on top of all that, Keanu Reeves looks like he's 72 years old doing these fights. Still handsome though. So bad though. Yo, he looks great. He looks great for a 55 year old. Yeah. He looks 30, but he, he can't. He's a 45 year old. Yeah. He moves around. He moves around slowly. He's getting up there. That's yeah. not his fault. He's in great. I'm sure he's in better shape than me, 10 years older than me. But he's, it's his a fucking state-of-the-art, supposedly, action yeah. movie. He's not cut out for it. Let someone yeah. else handle the action scenes. So you got all these young kids. You got these fucking 25-year-old cast of characters. Here, use them. Let Bugs do some backflips. Yes, sure. Yeah. Why not? What's so you bad about that? all these people there, yeah. And make a joke out of that. Fucking Keanu Reeves is in the silence. Man, I can't do that anymore. You know, some shit like that. Yeah. Fucking pro or have him try it and fail, and then it, it's, it's okay that he looks like shit because it's in the story. Yeah, Terrible. maybe that'll be in in part five. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be. They're gonna keep making like Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Do you think it's possible being eight the, years re- old? the reason they made Trinity like the lead at by the end of this is because they're like we don't know if Keanu's coming back, so let's make a new <laughs> lead. Carrie sure. Ann they ain't doesn't have anybody else knocking on her door, so she'll be ready for part five. Sure. So let's just let her be it. <laughs> Girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> But other than that, we loved it. Oh, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Sid, any other thoughts? I mean, yeah, I'm glad I didn't go back and watch the first three because I guess I would have liked them more than this. So at least in that, but just to have spent six hours building up to (laughs) these disappointing two and a half hours would have felt (sighs) frustrating. Maybe I would have liked this even less. Maybe it would have been like Darren, where just I was reminded of how good the first three were. Mm. And it made this one look even worse. But I tried to go in just like, all right, this is a standalone movie and I want to be entertained. It's got to be good whether I know whether I have the mythology fresh in my mind or not. Like it should still just be a good movie on its own. And it wasn't. It was just boring. Mm -hmm. One star. Yeah. What would you rate this, Sid? I guess like four out of ten, I guess three and a half. Because, like, I mean, you know, like the actors were all good. They did what they had to for the most part. They delivered their lines the way they were supposed to. (laughs) It wasn't, you know, shot on a camcorder. (laughs) So, like, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it was not good. I was mostly very bored. One and a half out of ten. That bad. I can't begrudge you. That bad. All right. Well, I mean, that's kind of that's our rankings. I do enjoy discussing it with you. Yes, that was a nine out of ten. I laughed my ass off. 
that always like redeems these movies that I know we can like get some kind of fun out of it. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad finally we, there's there's a movie where I, I had an overall positive opinion of it, and I think it's really just. You're probably right. If I just went into this just watching this without investing the time of watching the previous ones, which by the way I, I split it over a few days, I didn't do it all in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank God. Well, Rob, you're the most uh, forgiving person. I think that's an admirable trait. In most cases, I just I, I can't get on board with it. In this case, I, I don't be, think any I, of your uh, criticisms are unreasonable. I think they're <clears> kind <throat> of like I agree with uh, virtually all of them. Virtually, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I just I'm such a mark for the Matrix that I I'm willing to look past the flaws and just kind of be like, well, it was cool to just revisit these characters a few years mm-hmm. on and see how how they've evolved and and it was worth it again just for the, the like fun little bits of matrix upgrades we got to see and all that i would have taken that stance if it was better like it's just too bad i i, I would have been happy with fan service if it was just a halfway competent movie but it's just too bad to get me over that bar mm-hmm. yeah agreed all right well that i think that pretty much we've said what needed to be said <laughs> about this and uh we hope you enjoyed our round table as always we'd love to know what you thought about it leave a comment on the patreon post or join us in our discord and we could talk about it there and uh we'll see you at the middle of the month with a very very fun watch along of the fanatic the new the relatively new the most recent 2019 film directed by Limbiscuit's fred durst and written by fred durst starring John Travolta and he also does his own stunts in this movie to his detriment. I think, I think uh, would you agree that this matrix is a better movie than the fanatic? I I would (laughs) know. I will say, I'm sorry. I'm being honest. I don't, I think what I think, I think, and this is a, this is my grading uh, method. The fanatic accomplished what it was trying to do way better than the Matrix Ford. <gasps> well, that, I'm sorry, it well, did. Is that can you disagree with that? Can you disagree with that? Uh, I don't know. I, I think the Matrix Four was just trying to make money, so I think it probably <laughs> it did is very successful. I, with that I don't think they were I, going for anything else. I think the fanatic is a competent, halfway decent movie, except for John Travolta ruining right. it. I think this is a bad movie top to bottom. Well, there you go. We'll be back in the middle of the month with that. And we'll see you on Tuesday. We love you.